Hello and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is July 31st, the last day of the month, and we will be reading paragraph 1654 through 1661 today. And it is the feast of St. Ignatius Loyola. So, happy feast day to all you Jesuits out there and uh, people who like the founder of the Jesuits. We are uh, in the middle of the sacrament of matrimony. We'll talk about the domestic church today and then close off this section on this sacrament and uh, get into the in brief section today. So we begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Spouses to whom God has not granted children can nevertheless have a conjugal life full of meaning in both human and Christian terms. Their marriage can radiate a fruitfulness of charity, of hospitality, and of sacrifice. Roman numeral 6, the domestic church. Christ chose to be born and grow up in the bosom of the holy family of Joseph and Mary. The church is nothing other than the family of God. From the beginning, the core of the church was often constituted by those who had become believers together with all their household. When they were converted, they desired that their whole household should, be, should also be saved. These families who became believers were islands of Christian life in an unbelieving world. In our own time, in a world often alien and even hostile to faith, believing families are of primary importance as centers of living, radiant faith. For this reason, the Second Vatican Council, using an ancient expression, calls the family the Ecclesia Domestica. It is in the bosom of the family that parents are, by word and example, the first heralds of the faith with regard to their children. They should encourage them in the vocation which is proper to each child, fostering with special care any religious vocation. It is here that the father of the family, the mother, of ch the mother children, and all members of the family exercise the priesthood of the baptized in a privileged way. By the reception of the sacraments, prayer and thanksgiving, the witness of a holy life, and self-denial and active charity. Thus the home is the first school of Christian life, and a school for human enrichment. Here one learns endurance and the joy of work, fraternal love, generous even repeated forgiveness, and above all, divine worship and prayer, and the offering of one's life. We must also remember the great number of single persons who, because of the particular circumstances in which they have to live, often not of their choosing, are especially close to Jesus' heart, and therefore deserve the special affection and active solicitude of the church, especially of pastors. Many remain without a human family, often due to conditions of poverty. Some live their situation in the spirit of the Beatitudes, serving God and neighbor in exemplary fashion. The doors of homes, the domestic churches, 
and of the great family which is the church, must be open to all of them. No one is without a family in this world. The church is a home and family for everyone, especially those who labor and are heavy laden. In brief, St. Paul said, Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. This is a great mystery, and I mean in reference to Christ and the church. The marriage covenant by which a man and a woman form with each other an intimate communion of life and love has been founded and endowed with its own special laws by the Creator. By its very nature, it is ordered to the good of the couple, as well as to the generation and education of children. Christ the Lord raised marriage between the baptized to the dignity of a sacrament. The sacrament of matrimony signifies the union of Christ and the Church. It gives spouses the grace to love each other with the love with which Christ has loved his Church. The grace of the sacrament thus perfects the human love of the spouses, strengthens their indissoluble unity, and sanctifies them on the way to eternal life. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com, and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. And since it is the last day of the month, uh, I want to send a special request, if you wouldn't mind uh, going to iTunes or uh, you know some, something like that, some kind of social media to uh, spread the word about the Daily Catholic Catechism. I'd really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much for sticking with me. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.